Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are trading lower this morning on the back of a sell-off on Wall Street overnight. Sydney is down 1.2%. Tokyo and Seoul are also in the red. Investors in Seoul are so far looking past some encouraging GDP numbers. Korea's economy is no longer in recession. It grew 1.9% in the third quarter, better than expected. Investors will also have their eyes on Hong Kong today, where HSBC will announce its third quarter results. Joining me now to discuss all the market action is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. All right. U.S. stocks suffered their worst losses in a month overnight. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 650 points, about two and a quarter percent. It's actually well off its intraday low. At one point, the Dow was down more than 960 points. Now, tech stocks, small caps, you name it, the whole market was trading lower. Mm. Oil took a tumble as well. So, Ryan, give us the top two or three reasons why investors sold off. Okay, so we've got the familiar reasons. Let me run you through them first. And right at the top is, of course, the rising number of COVID-19 cases, just dampening the prospects of the economic recovery. And of course, the other one is the stimulus talks still dragging on, no clear sign of progress yet. And then the third number or third item I've got on my table is China sanctioning Boeing, Raytheon and Lockheed over Taiwan um, arms sales. And this is in response to the U.S. State Department approving $1.8 billion in arms sales to Taiwan last week. And that involves sensors, missiles, artillery. And this is a sign of a tit-for-tat between the U.S. and China. And just out this morning, in response to China's response, the U.S., well, not in response, I guess, follows that response, the U.S. State Department has approved another deal, a potential sale of 100 Boeing-made Harpoon coastal defense systems to Taiwan at a, in a potential, value, potential deal worth nearly $2.4 billion. So you've got this posturing just ahead of the U.S. elections. So this is, I think, putting investors on edge. Travel and energy counters are amongst the hardest-hit sectors overnight. Norwegian Cruise Lines, Marathon Oil and United Airlines all tumbled upwards of 7%. Now, one analyst described the investment climate as a perfect story with record COVID-19 case numbers, rolling lockdowns, in Europe and the US unlikely to pass a new stimulus package anytime soon. There is some potentially good news though. AstraZeneca says its coronavirus vaccine triggers an immune response among adults. Just how big of a breakthrough is this? Yeah, it's been dubbed a game changer. So just for a bit of context, you've got this vaccine, this codename AZD1222. So that has generated a robust immune response in a group of healthy adults aged between 18 and 55 without any serious side effects. And that is a big deal because the older people get, the tougher it is to get a immune response of vaccines. And this has given some positive results on that front. And this, of course, would mean we might be closer to getting a vaccine down the road, which would mean the economy reopening sooner than we uh, could hope for. So Mm. right now, looking at when the vaccine can come online, you've got the British Health Secretary saying it could possibly roll out in the first half of 2021. So it's just one out of nearly 200 vaccines on development right now. So 
We've got 12 of them, including AstraZeneca and Moderna's candidate among the phase three trials. So we are one step closer, hmm. but still some way to go. AstraZeneca in the lead then in the field. Now here in Asia, Jack Ma is a step closer to the biggest IPO of all time. The Ant Group will list next week in Shanghai and then Hong Kong. Ryan, how much money is Ant expected to raise and how does this compare with other big listings like Saudi Aramco's last year? Yeah, so it's official. $34.5 billion. So they have priced the IPO. And this values Ant Group, the fintech platform, at $313 billion, making it the biggest IPO of all time. In fact, this make it makes it bigger than some of the big bank names like JP Morgan Chase, and it's even four times larger than Goldman Sachs and larger than China's ICBC. Is that huge. Mm. And you are looking at the Hong Kong listed shares at 80 Hong Kong dollars and they will start trading next Thursday. Mm-hmm. The Shanghai listing will be at 68.8 yuan each. So we are still waiting on the Shanghai date. So that is going to be, wow, quite hotly subscribed, I suspect. And that will open tomorrow for subscriptions or rather Thursday for subscriptions. So we're likely to see demand go up. Or through the roof. Yeah, institutional demand for a piece of the ant listing is high. In fact, it was 284 times oversubscribed. You like donuts, Ryan? <laughs> Do you like donuts? Now and then, but not too much. Really? I'm a huge donut fan. Huge. I used to smuggle a certain brand. Well, I say smuggle lightly, but I used to bring it home and mm. tuck it under people's um, airplane seats just so I could get more <laughs> oh, of them yeah. into Singapore. But uh, let's turn to Dunkin' Donuts. They're in the headlines. The company that owns what used to be known as Dunkin' Donuts as well as Baskin Robbins. Mm. They're looking to go private. The publicly listed firm is in talks with a private equity backed company called Inspire Brands. So Dunkin' shares surge more than 15% on the news. What's the latest? Yeah, so that is a huge jump, 18%. And this really shows the market appetite for M&A. And if you look at the offer that they've made, it is at $106.50 per share. That is a premium of nearly 20% um, to the Friday closing price. So that is no surprise to see Duncan's share price up nearly 18%. So something to track. And one, But just to put it out there this is still in preliminary discussions it is not confirmed yet so it could still fall apart so something to look out for as the deal unfolds indeed all right the reported sales price for duncan brands is 8.8 billion dollars let me give you an idea of just what you could buy at duncan's 8.8 billion dollars how many donuts 12 billion (laughs) or you could purchase two and a half billion bacon egg and cheese bagels is anybody else hungry (laughs) All right, we are 11 minutes into the local trading day. I want to check in on how Singapore shares are doing. The STI fell half a percent yesterday to 25.23. So Ryan, is it following Wall Street lower today? Yeah, so pretty much in line to the rest of the region. You've got the STI down by 0.4%. 2,514 is the latest. And yesterday, the three local banks were among the top losers, led by DBS at around 1.2%. 1.2%. So it is still extending yesterday's losses. DBS down by 0.2%. UOB down by 0.8%. And OCBC down by 0.5%. So looking like a continu- continuation of yesterday's trading once again.
All right. Before we wrap up, there's one last headline I want to look at with you, Ryan. Did you hear about the New York couple? They ordered a $20 bottle of wine in a restaurant called Baltaza, and they were served a $2,000 US bottle instead. Wow. So this is a really big mistake if you are running a restaurant, serving a wrong wine to a wrong table. So what happened was four Wall Street bankers or businessmen were at another table. They ordered this Bordeaux First Growth. The wine is the most expensive on the restaurant's list at around $2,000. And the other table ordered a, an $18. $18 bottle of wine, the restaurant's cheapest. So there was a mix-up. And the funny part was nobody knew a thing until the restaurant owner pointed it out. In fact, the people who ordered the $2,000 bottle and got the $18 bottle praised the cheap wine for its, you know, depth of taste. (laughs) Oh my goodness me. You know, the person who brought this to light was the owner of the restaurant himself. Yeah, what would you do if you were in his shoes? I wouldn't Instagram it. Resolve it. Would you Instagram it? Well, it is good publicity. So maybe that is worth the (laughs) $2,000. I got all the way here. Got us talking about it. That is a good point. All right, Orion, I'll leave you to your wine tasting. Thanks very much for joining me this morning. 27th day of October. This is Your Money. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.